BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves, that, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer, Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15. 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What up? We're back. Jay Foreman, DP, Austin Orman on the ones and twos. We are live at 1040 O Street. We are old school, brought to you by the Mercado, certified Piedmontese, special ingredients and butcher shop, 84th and Havelock, 30th and Yankee Hill, the two Lincoln locations. Once again, we want to thank Renee Saunders um, from uh, to come to come down and uh, bless us with her knowledge and energy as she uh, is going to be, you know, Batman or Robin with her and DP on the call for the Omaha Supernova. Oh, she's, she's Shaq, man. There's she's no, Shaq. There's, there's no. I'm, I'm the setup man. Okay. Well then, I'm the uh, setup man. This is real simple. It's my job to feed. Um, it's not much different than old school. Yeah. I get out of the way and let greatness be great. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> what are we doing, Renee? That's hey Jay. What are we doing? That's right. uh yeah yeah. We we appreciate her coming down. <laughs> excited. I mean, she got me excited for the season just because of. Uh, you know, watching, you know, her Omaha Scut team dominate. And then obviously she was a really good player herself uh, way back in the day. But without further ado, it's NFL wildcard weekend. Uh, live update. Buffalo goes into halftime 21-7. Uh, they got one more half to uh, finish it off. And then uh, I was just informed by Jake Sorensen because his team has been knocked out that Buffalo will host those Kansas City, ch- Kansas City chumps next week uh, if Buffalo is able to pull it out. But before that, DP. Mm-hmm. We had just touched on the Cowboy game. I mm-hmm. want to ask you this before we get into the games, right? What game was more, or what performance was more disappointing? The Cowboys' performance or the Miami Dolphins' performance uh, against the Chiefs? Oh, I think it's both, Cowboys. Cowboys were shame. Shame on you. Shame on, shame on you, <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. We, we, listen, nobody had a surprise face on the Dolphins. Nobody went, you know what? Let's send the the, the 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 South Beach folks, the folks who have been living closest to the sun and all teams of the NFL, with 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 players who prefer to play in warm weather. Mm-hmm. Let's send them to the coldest part of the country, and allow them. First of all, we're not really going to help them because we're not going to play the game during the day when the sun is out. Let's <laughs> do it at night when it's really cold and the wind picks up 
in the Midwest. Yeah. Hey, let's do all that. Are any of us surprised by that? Jake Sorensen wasn't surprised. Tua wasn't surprised. Like, I don't Who was surprised? So Dallas just actually getting yellow socks is way more surprising than the than the the, the fish getting getting filleted and frozen like th- that was expected they got put in the freezer yeah they th- listen they they didn't even move like Tua still ain't thought out <laughs> he still ain't thought out Tua, so, Tua, hey Tua, Tua and the Miami Dolphins were in the huddle talking about one two three Cancun yeah like yeah. where are we going where yeah. are we going you, you know I, I mean I'm right there with you with Dallas I think the Miami Dolphins, all jokes aside, their performance was pathetic. Yep. Um, they looked like, and I, and I know obviously where they usually play, where they reside, but I know that they have a plenty of players that have played in the cold. You're a professional football player. Um, you had high expectations. You were paid handsomely to go out there and play. At the end of the day, as they think about it today, even when they're back in South Beach, right, cleaning out their lockers at home, they probably are thinking about, you know what? It really wasn't that bad playing. I I felt like the Dolphins were pathetic for the simple fact the coach didn't look like he wanted to be there, right? The head coach out there looking like Humpty Hump with his nose all all frozen. Yeah, go do your thing. And then I then I felt like then the players looked like they weren't they didn't want to be there. And then I saw Tua as a quarterback, leader, face of your team, energy, and all that. Looked like he was okay with just getting beat and leaving. But body language, facial expressions, that's what I was probably disappointed with. I expected Kansas City to win. Um, even jokingly, I picked the, the Dolphins, but I expected Kansas City to win because of Patrick Mahomes at home, and they're well prepared for it. They had the wetsuits and all that other stuff. Now, on to the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys, to me, were the most disappointing for a plethora of reasons. Right. If you listen to Mike McCarthy earlier in the week, I, I was just just, you know, sometimes I was up working out and I was just listening. Ah, let me see what he's thinking about for the game, you know, because we got shows later on in the day or later on in the day. And all he talked about was everything past this game with Green Bay. He talked about what it would be like to have two home games. Would it be like if we could pot- to possibly get to the Super Bowl, the path, what we've done all year? to get to this point that's going to help us get past this. He never mentioned once that you were playing one of the hottest teams in the NFL and one of the hottest quarterbacks coming in in the NFL and one of the teams that got hot defensively because they got healthy and they started to turn the ball over. That's where I was disappointed at, right? Because number number one, more importantly, Mike McCarthy, your job's on the line, bro. Okay, Once Bill Belichick got fired, and if you didn't know the history between Bill Belichick essentially trying to convince Jerry Jones that he's actually a good coach after the Cleveland Brown fiasco. Don't think Jerry Jones won't make a run at Bill Belichick. He might listen to Bill Belichick. Didn't listen to Bill Parcells, but old enough to listen to Bill Belichick. Then you go to the players on the on the field, which is Dakota Prescott. Rain Dakota Prescott. Okay, Rain. Okay. Rain Dakota Prescott, mm-hmm. Micah, I didn't hear your name besides seeing you on TV, Parsons, and the rest of those guys, mm-hmm. C.D. Lamb, all those guys, Brennan Cooks, all you guys, all that stuff you talking about, you're a dog, all the time, this is the year, and all that, and it's the easiest path 
possible path possible for you to get to the NFC championship at the, at the short end of the stick. You're playing a barely above 500 team at home. You average 40 points at home and you come out there offensively and defensively and look like you ain't practiced all week. You look like you, you went, you had walked through all week and the game was too fast for you. Green Bay looked like they were playing at a higher rate of speed than you could even recover and get to. And we're not even talking about the game plan. We're not even talking about the execution. We talked about it a little bit. One thing, DP, I want your guys' opinion on it, is Dan Quinn is was penciled in and assumed to be the next Seattle Seahawks coach after uh, Pete Carroll stepped down. Do you think that led to a lack of preparation on his part, which boiled down to the players? Because we haven't seen, even when they've lost, we haven't seen that defense look that pathetic. Maybe against Buffalo, but that was on the road, not at home. Do you think all that stuff, and then you know you can get caught up in the tidal wave in, in Dallas? You, you got potentially two home games. Everybody's all sitting back and all excited and think it's easy, right? You, you hadn't really lost at home. Played excellent at home, and then you have a head or a defense coordinator up for a head coaching job and a assumptive pick for the Seattle Seahawks. Do you think that's what led to that defensive performance? Because let's Green Bay's defense is talented. Mm-hmm. They got two lockdown corners, number ones. So you they're going to give you problems. So you got to expect that until you can get going. But that defense Dallas put out there, that was pathetic. Well, I mean, even for Dallas, your coordinator is under watch. Your head coach is under watch. The bigger thing for me is it's still a playoff game. And if you don't understand that nothing that you've done all season matters, right? Nothing. Like you get one shot. It's one and done. Like everybody should have listened to Eminem. You get one chance. Like you, <laughs> this, you get one opportunity. You you could have to tell me that the professionals that Parsons didn't do his homework. And didn't understand that they were going to double him. They were going to chip him. They were going to cut him. They were going to misdirect him. Right? They were going to use his athletic ability against him. Did you understand that? Listen, you can't cheat against Green Bay. Why? Because they play offense by the rules. Which means that for everything that Dallas does, there is a rule for what Green Bay does against it. And if you follow it, just follow the rules. They didn't do anything. They didn't go into their bag. They simply said, we're going to run three receivers, four receivers in combo against the defense. If they stay in zone, we're, we're going to keep running. If they, <laughs> we're going to sit down. If they're going to in man, we're going to outrun it. And Jordan Love will be mobile in the pocket and get enough time to make throws. We'll give you an extra uh, blocker and pass pro so you have time. And then Dallas did the one thing that they couldn't do, which was not prepared, not mentally prepared. Right. To not know that, listen, just be disciplined. What's the rule here? Like, communicate. You could tell they weren't even talking. Right. They were just out there. They weren't even talking. It was like, wait a minute. What do you see here? There was none of that until late in the game. The first time I saw them try to adjust was when when Green Bay had 34 points. And then they went, oh, I guess we we need to talk. So By that time, it was over. I mean, DP, you got to think, they gave up eight yards of play. Man. Like you Eight did. yards of play. And, and to not have, to not bring 
the linebacker play for Dallas is what what just intrigued Killed me them. to know it. Yeah. Like, what were you doing? Well, I think they got it. I think the problem with Dallas, and this is when you get too cute in your schemes, um, one of the linebackers is listed at 205. So at the end of the season, he might be below 200 pounds. And Green Bay just got up on him and single blocked everybody and nobody was making a play. And then they doubled back and, and, and slip, block, uh, slip, slip blocked back to Michael Parsons. And he didn't know what to do. He didn't, he didn't look like he watched any tape. And they were gashing him left and right. And so you wonder how Jordan Love looked like he never was flustered, was on time, could take chances. Is because you, at the end of the day, you could just hand the ball off to Jones, and he's going to put you in a third and manageable, uh, a, a second or second in, in short, second and medium, medium, third and manageable. So you, you were never under stress. That's how you. That's how you have the most efficient playoff game in Green Bay history. And the problem is with like Dak Prescott and the Cowboys, right? Like C.D. Lamb, nine catches, 110 yards. 80 of them were just dead it it, it, it with Chuck and Duck when, yeah. when, when you know, Green Bay's just playing prevent. Dak pay, passes for a whole bunch of yards. You trying to tell me against a Green Bay defense that you got to throw the ball 60 times? That's the best that you can do, Mike McCarthy? Well, you asked, like, uh, uh, again, asking the question, uh, show me a game where somebody had that sort of success against Green Bay running the ball that way, throwing the ball that way. Nobody. Because you're because they're gonna kill your quarterback. There's no there's no like why would you do that? And then to 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 continually not have the big guys up front take on some of these lead blockers for your linebackers. Your linebackers kept getting second level dudes feeding on them. Wait a minute, this they were they were running a tight end and a guard, and they simply well, guess who folded. guess who they, guess who one of their starting linebackers is? Yeah. Marquise Bell, six foot three. 205 pounds from Florida A&M. Well, you you got you got what you got. What you got you, what you deserve. You got what you l- listen, you you got away with it in in the NFC East late in the season. Late in the season because right. nobody else. I mean, think about it. Is, is Philly renowned for their run game? Do the Giants marry their their run game? Did the Commanders do such a an incredible job of running the ball? No, uh, no, not this year, right? Not so this year. They, th- so again, fool's gold will get you get you beat in the playoffs, right? Like we know that we literally know that that's how it is. That listen, Miami did what they did, and then it got caught, right? Because then you built yourself around you didn't have your two runners, and you weren't healthy. Can't do anything about not being healthy, right? But you can figure out how to put an extra blocker in in, in the form, and then create some space. Dallas just simply accepted they the beatdown. Like, they they looked like they were unprepared, and then which led them not have the ability to adjust. And Mike McCarthy, the same reasons why people were, I guess, running you out of Green Bay, which I, f- I felt like in a lot of ways was not justified, is you and Aaron Rodgers button heads. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of the things that they said about you in Green Bay are some of the same things that they said about you before you got the Dallas job. Now, you had the Kellen Moore caveat as the excuse, rightfully so. Then you start the season up. Like, how do you – here's what here's here's the problem that I have with Mike McCarthy. You have to be aware of your surroundings. You work for Jerry Jones. He has a quick trigger finger when talking about firing people. And when he is talking about this is our year, it is set up for us, his, he's telling you without coming out and directly saying it, the expectations are high. Win at least, you at minimum, you better win one game. 
the second home, if you're at a second home game, it better be a miracle how you lost. Well, now, but, but this was, but you, but you went and got your, you, your brakes beat off you at home. If my you man was haven't up. won the division, right? Then it's your job to figure out how to win the division. So Jerry and McCarthy figured out how to win the NFC East. They did this year. Like I get, like I get that because that was the, in you, their you, mind that was their path. That was the focus, right? It was it was you not understanding your blind spots to say that I need to win the NFC East. And I didn't win the win the NFC because you weren't the number one seed. Right. And you didn't have a plan for beating 49ers. The look in truth, Green Bay did you a favor. Yeah. This saved because you if you had gone to San Francisco with that nonsense, they'd have put up a 70 burger. Like they'd have put up a 70 burger and beat look, if you block the 49er front front seven the way you block Green Bay, Dak would be with an IV in his arm today. Yeah. Like they good. did you a favor. Yeah. Because you you did you took the first thing first, which I understand. Listen, I need to win the big the NFC East. I beat the Eagles. That's all. Look, they they lost themselves by beating the Eagles. Right. That, that was it. That, that was that, it. That, that was their super. That Bowl. was it. They beat the second place team from last year. You you beat the team that that, lost you, the that, that that you thought you need to beat. Right. Again, you don't get there without it because otherwise you're not hosting sure. a home game. You thought you were good enough. To just work from that. Yeah. Except the Green Bay Packers did a thing once again, right? That they got a young gunslinger and allowed people to talk this dude down. They, the Packers, listen, there's some espionage. For them to allow people to talk about Jordan Love the way they talked about Jordan Love. And then that dude just took off his cape. He took off his suit, suit and showed his Superman cape. And without the, listen, young man bald. Oh, there, there's no doubt about bald. it. Bald. And then they went back. And remember, every Green Bay fan, if you haven't been shouting, and we've been talking about this for a while, if they're not shouting about Jordan Love the way you shouted about Aaron Rodgers and the way you shouted about uh, Brett Favre and the way you shouted about Don Mikowski and the way you He's shouted about, like, I need the to magic go back. Man. Like, Star. I need to go back, yeah. right? The magic man. That I can talk about. Scott Hunter, Lynn Dickey, John Hadel, right? All the way back to Bart Starr. That if you haven't talked about Jordan Love, folks fell for the okie doke. And you drafted a dude and traded away one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever do it. Yeah. All in telling people, hey, nothing to see here in Jordan Love. Don't worry about it. No, uh, you guys go ahead. You guys, hey, talk about... Talk about Justin Field. Talk about, hey, please talk about him. Please, please, yeah, sure. Talk about Kirk Cousins. Yeah, yeah, talk about him. None of the quarterbacks in the division did what Jordan Love did yesterday. Yeah. So, again, if you're the Niners, you felt a little comfortable. Listen, the boxers got a little tighter. Oh, yeah. The I mean, boxers in San Francisco got a little tighter. <laughs> the worst team to play in the playoffs is – the hot team that's that's in rhythm, whether they're a wild card team or or a team that's coming that that catches rhythm. You've seen plenty of they didn't have seven seed, but you had plenty of six seeds go and win it. It could because of the rhythm and they start to catch fire. And and it's not about building. The, it is obviously you want to start fast because you could be eight and three like the Dolphins, but then you sputter 
or you could be like the Eagles losing the last five or six. Let's go through it. You want to be the Green Bay Packers Let's go catching, catching your catching your uh yesterday's catching your yesterday's Packers. Will we be surprised if they beat the Bucs? No. No. Eagles? No. 49ers, no. Right? You're not surprised. They got a chance just like You're everybody else. Detroit? Like we've seen no. them match up. We so what I'm just saying, it's this is the coach downplaying his his team's talent. And it worked masterfully. It look all week long. Listen, we're just we got a young quarterback and we're not real sure. And you know, the receivers haven't stepped up. We're not real sure what we're gonna get. I mean, uh, my, defensively, I mean, listen, Dak has played it. The leader of the Dak Prescott MVP campaign was the Green Bay defensive coaching staff. Like, oh my goodness gracious, this guy is so good. I don't even know how we go. Jay Foreman, how listen, are we going to, what are we going to do? Jordan Love threw for pretty much 4,200 uh, yards, come on. 32 touchdowns, 11 picks. Come on. Was not a receiver that anybody knows. Right. Besides here, Samari Tour. You know Dobbs is because he's obviously probably the most high profile. And their best receiver, Watson, didn't even play. Chill. Chill. Because he's, he's, he's coming off injury. Well, but that's what you that's what you game plan for. Well, that, well you that, game plan to take away the top receiver who was standing on the sideline. Right. While his backups just be just roasting just, you. Just look, just making roasting. money. Look, I hope he I hope Dobbs is a free agent. Dontavian Wicks. I hope he's a free agent. Dante, listen, I, I'm gonna read <laughs> Dontavian. Okay, I'll give Dontavian. Some props. He has 40 catches for 580 yards. Can He's we give 15 bucks to upside away to anyone that can spell Dontavian without yeah, looking yes, it up? Yes. Okay, yeah, let's yeah, do okay. It. Here we let's go. We it. got 15 bucks First to upside to the text line. bar and lounge. If go. you can spell Dontavian yeah. correctly, mm-hmm. you will win $15. And we're going to give you a few <laughs> minutes to think about it. And when we come no, back, a few minutes to Google. That's right. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Or win. Well, you better hurry up. Yeah. And uh, yeah. when we come back, we're going to talk about the other games because I want to ask DP. Um, about that Detroit game. Detroit and the Rams was a phenomenal game, well-coached. And I want to ask DP to put his uh, coaching hat on. Would he have went for it or punted like Sean McVay because that was how the game was lost or Green Bay, or not Green Bay, but Detroit won the game. Jay Foreman, DP, Austin, old school. We'll be right back. 